Hello, and welcome to an episode of Thoughts from the Word, a podcast where I talk about what God is teaching me through His Word. This episode is coming a bit later due to the nature of how crazy Joanna and I's life is right now. Um, however, today I'll be talking about what God has shown me through 1 Corinthians 2, 1-5. through 5. And I hope that this time um, is an encouragement to you. And today I want to talk about a passage of scripture that has been on my mind for a number of weeks now. And it's a foundational verse that I must remember as I share the gospel with people around me and as I process through what God is teaching me. Um, So I just want to start by reading these five verses for us. And it reads this way. It says, And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Christ Jesus and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in the plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And today the main thread that I want to um, push through these five verses is that the cross is the centerpiece of the Christian life. And I just want to pray for us. Um, Lord, thank you for your word and how good it is. Um, Thank you for the technology for me to be able to process what I'm learning through your word. Um, And Lord, this is all for you. It's none for me. Um, And I'm just so thankful to be able to have this medium to express what I'm learning. So thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for this time. Praise in your name. Amen. So as we go through these verses, I want to go through each one individually and then talk through some implications for us. And to start, verse 1 says, And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. And Paul here is not saying that there's no need to share the gospel with people. That is completely contradictory to the Christian message. But he is talking about the heart motivation behind sharing the good news of Christ. And one of the things that I think about when I see this example of bad heart motivation, this lofty speech or wisdom, is my mother's speech class in community college. Um, I took a good number of college classes with my mother, which is a great opportunity. I loved her classes. But one of the subjects that she taught was speech. And As I was going through that class, I'm not the most creative person, so at times I would not be super enthusiastic about the topic that I chose. Um, I don't even remember any of my speeches. I got a B-plus in that class. I'm still kind of bitter about it. But my motivation for giving those speeches about those topics would not always be for love for the topic, but the grade I wanted. Now... We can clearly see that in this first verse, Paul does not want us to share the gospel so that we can be a big deal. Like, he says that he didn't come proclaiming the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. 
like human cunning, like our specific wisdom, will never trump the power of God. And in these next few verses, um, in this next verse, in verse 2, Paul actually shows us what the crux or the centerpiece of the message of the gospel is. And verse 2 reads this way. It says, For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now, that is such a beautiful statement to hold on to and cling to in the Christian message. Like I think about um, something that my wife really enjoys to do, which is rock climbing. She loves to do that. She worked at a rock climbing wall in college, and she lived in Colorado last year, and she got to do that from time to time. And I think of her when she clings on to the next handhold or trusts the next foothold in her path, that she's clinging to that. And we, as Christians, need to cling to the message of the cross that that much like we need to depend on it for our life um and and paul as he was saying this that he only wanted to know nothing except for christ and him crucified he was the church planner church planners the best evangelizers and he kept the main thing the main thing like how much more would we see the good news of the gospel spread if this was our attitude towards sharing jesus with people and here I think it's a helpful thing to notice that Paul could have just laid out the gospel, just said his message, and then didn't add discipleship with that. Like, without discipleship, telling people about Jesus seems like a harsh speech with no love behind it. But we see all throughout Christian all throughout scripture, excuse me, that Paul reasoned with people in the temples. He went and preached the good news of Christ crucified and then reasoned with them and went back and forth with people. And when we're sharing the gospel with people now, we must make every effort to bring those people into Christian community to, for them, the people who are discovering Jesus and him crucified, to ask questions and to learn from people who have walked with Jesus for much more than I've been alive. And as we continue to dive into these um, next three um, verses, we can continue to see Christ as the center of the Christian message. Like, listen to the words of verse 3. It says, And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Now, those three verses are... Not those three attributes, excuse me, are not something that we would like desire for ourselves. Like I don't think we want to be um, have weakness and fear and trembling. I think we would all want the opposite of those. I think we want to be brave, and I think we want to be strong, and I think we want to be stable and steadfast. But Paul here in those three attributes is actually cultivating a healthy and humble attitude about the proclamation of God's message. And the best verse to support this attitude of fear, weakness, and trembling, I believe, is 2 Corinthians 12.9. It's 
another letter to the church in Corinth by Paul. And it goes, it reads this way. It says, but he said to me, so the Lord speaking to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. And then Paul says, therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And that's mind blowing. Like, I don't think any of us would want to boast in our weaknesses, but as we boast in our weakness, Christ fills every gap. Like, I've continued to see over the span of this pandemic and the span of my walk with Christ that I'm a very angry person, and I need to lay that down at the foot of the cross so that Christ can made be, so that Christ can be in me, that he can have victory over that anger, and I can live like Christ in right character. And to transition this thought back to sharing the gospel with people and to Christ being the centerpiece of the Christian message, like having this humble attitude about our faults and failures will get ourselves out of the way and make Christ the central message. Like self Sacrifice, so putting ourselves out of the way and off to the side and making the cross the biggest thing will make the gospel beautiful. Now, Paul continues to talk about this idea of Christ crucified being the message of the gospel and contrasts it again with this poor fleshly wisdom that we try to conjure up out of ourselves. And verse 4 reads this way. It says, And my speech and my message were not implausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of, the, and of power. Our message is not from our own human cunning, not our own wisdom, not the thoughts that we can conjure up out of ourselves, but from the Spirit of God. And as people who are evangelistic, we must understand that we cannot change a person's heart. Only the Holy Spirit does that. Like, I think about a conversation that I've had with a friend in the past who is very anti-gospel and anti-Christianity because of his past. And it breaks my heart that there is nothing that I can do to change this individual's heart. And it it really does make me feel emotions that I don't even know how to lay at Jesus' feet. But I must continue to do that and trust that the Holy Spirit changes people's heart. And it's even interesting that I, as I study God's word and I try to live in accordance with it. There's no thoughts that I can come up with that will be better than what the Spirit shows me. Like, my intellect will never um, be greater than what the Spirit of God can actually reveal to me. And that is so humbling, but also encouraging at the same time. And as we share the gospel with people, we need to clearly understand that our sharing is not a performance. It's not something that we um, can look back on and say, I'm proud of that because I did that. 
and that is out of me, but it's actually a demonstration of the saving work that Christ did for us. Like, it is his message. It is his gospel. And it is not our gospel. It is Jesus's. And that's the only thing that we could proclaim, the demonstration of the saving work that Christ did for us. And this last verse of God's word that I want to talk about today ties together this section of scripture so nicely. And it says, So that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So Paul continues this train of thought that the gospel, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God, all are the centerpiece to what we believe. And everything we do in the Christian life, we must link it to the redeeming work of Jesus Christ dying on the cross for our sins. Like God is doing his work and it is not our selfish work. Like think of it this way. This is a very silly example, but I think it's really practical. Think of a mailman and Think of what they do. They they take mail from someone who you love that is trying to get in touch with you or all those credit card offers that we all get. And it's getting from the post office to your mailbox. And the mailman's not actually the person who's writing you like an anniversary card or um, just trying to keep in touch with you. It's the person who's writing the message. And that mailman is actually just the means of how you're receiving it. So actually, in this gospel proclamation, we're actually just a humble messenger. And that's what we need to do when we share the gospel with people. Just relay the message of Christ crucified and let God do the work. And as we close up this time, I would... Love to leave you with just one question, one closing thought. And it's simply this. Who is the person that you need to relay the message to? And I know at this time of this worldwide pandemic, it can be an uncomfortable time to ask these questions. But as the Holy Spirit leads you, I would challenge you to make yourself uncomfortable. And I would be confident that the Lord will do work through those uncomfortable moments. And thanks for listening to this episode of the newly titled Thoughts from the Word. My wife really just doesn't like the title, so that's why it changed. Um, I hope that it was an encouragement to you, and I hope that you're continuing to do well um, in these trying times. Have a good one, guys.